Well, hello. It is Tuesday, and it is 1.30 in the east. It's 12.30 in the central. And uh, for those of you on the west coast, good morning or out west there. I'm Keith Shoemaker, coming to you live from Kennesaw State University and the offices of Youth Today magazine. If you want to learn about Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, it is, uh, it's been raining. Uh, I, I missed last week, and, and of course, I was uh, in the process of moving and uh, got a chance to listen to the show, and I, I really got kind of scared because uh, you guys did fine without me, and uh, uh, I was a little nervous about that. I kind of like being dependent upon here. I'm I having fun doing the show here, but uh, definitely uh, thanks to Chris uh, for taking the reins last week and Eric and uh, Shelly out in um uh, Temecula, California, the principal that called in. Great show last week. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we're having, uh, you know, I bought a new house, but uh, considering all the rain we've been having in Georgia, I'm starting to think I might have needed to build an ark instead. But uh, we're uh, hopefully uh, going to uh, use that rain well and uh, and see it in our gardens later on in the year. I got uh, my co-host and last uh, last week the primary host, Chris Dannenauer, on the line. Chris, how are things in Arkansas? Things are hot, Keith. Probably not as hot as uh, hot Atlanta, as they say, but uh, but things are definitely warming up here, and things are good. Uh, we're getting ready for the uh, new school year and helping schools uh, prepare for their fall launch event, and uh, and some are helping new schools. And uh, the thing about the fall launch event, uh, you know, it never gets old. It's kind of like those Girl Scout cookies you wait for all year long. Or those uh, derby days with your uh, Boy Scouts going to the race cars events. Okay. Uh, so it's exciting. We're, we're helping schools, Keith, uh, prepare and just answering questions as they trickle in uh, over the summer. Yeah. Good deal. Well, Chris, uh, I want to get to our special guest uh, pretty early today because I know he's uh, he's on duty and. Uh, if uh if something happens in uh in Dallas we may lose him in the uh in the okay. interim here but uh I'd like to bring a very good friend of Watchdogs on the line uh Mr. Mark Fine and Mark is uh one of the anchors at NBC DFW in Dallas so uh it's kind of fun to put him on the other side of the microphone and I get to interview him when he's used to interviewing people so uh so we're going to have fun Mark how you doing today I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I enjoy being on this side. This is nice. Less stress, less pressure on this side. So happy to happy to join you guys, and uh, just enormously excited about being a part of the Watchdogs program. It's uh, something I I got involved with when we moved here to the Dallas Fort Worth area, and uh, and just loved every every minute of it. Well, great. Hey, well, Mark. Mark. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just saying hi. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, hi, Mark. Chris. I just. Real briefly here, um, you know, people in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth are pretty familiar with you, and certainly uh, sports fans throughout the country uh, may be aware of your name. But for uh, for those that may not be, could you give us a quick, a uh, little bit of quick background sure. on yourself? Sure. Um, you know, I've been a journalist for almost 20 years now and uh, really started out wanting to do sports and, and was lucky enough to get to do that for quite a while. I uh, started out doing uh, minor league baseball play-by-play and then I worked in Pennsylvania, Atlanta, and Dallas uh, as a sports broadcaster. worked with CNNSI, uh, worked here with the Fox affiliate in Dallas for a couple years, then was with Turner Sports, TNT, TBS, um, NBA TV for, for about seven years before coming to Dallas, coming back to Dallas here where I'm 
uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, where I'm the 5 and 6 o'clock anchor, news anchor. It's my first news job. So I've been as a sports guy for almost 20 years, and now it's my first news job, and I'm, I really – uh, my family and I love the area here, and it was something I always thought I might be interested in, and it was right time, right place, so we gave it a go, and I'm really enjoying it. Well, that's great. And uh, so I guess you know your way around I-285, I take it, uh, if you're from – spend some time here in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I try to stay away from 285 as much as I yeah, could. No yeah, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, well, it, I guess – Yeah. I guess, DJ, um, considering uh, we want to acknowledge what uh, day before yesterday was, uh, you know, we mentioned it on our last show very briefly, but uh, but we hope that everybody had a great Father's Day. Um, Mark, did you have a decent Father's Day? Oh, fantastic Father's Day. And I, you know, um, kind of came up with something on the fly. And I have four kids and um, kind of let each of them pick something they wanted to do and tried to get it all done in one day. <laughs> so that wow. was that was fun. We went swimming. We went fishing. The the oldest wanted me to come see his baseball game. We didn't get out to this game because uh, uh, because of rain here. So we've been having a lot of rain in Dallas-Fort Worth also. But but we got a lot done, and it was a fun day. And uh, Father's Day, of course, I think for, for you guys, obviously a big day, and hopefully all the fathers, you know, got to enjoy it. Well, certainly. Well, of course, uh, I was uh, I had to work, so uh, I did my Father's Day over the phone, but uh, but yesterday my girls uh, took me out and treated me to uh, homemade custard at uh, one of the local places here, so that, that nice. was pretty good. Yes, yes. Nice. Chris, how about you? Oh, it was great. I uh, woke up and uh, had... Homemade breakfast fixed, and I uh, had a uh, my wife made uh, fried chicken for lunch, and so yeah, it was great. Except it, uh, we had some high winds uh, come in uh, Saturday night, and a tree fell over. So after uh, having homemade breakfast, I get to go out and cut down a tree and, and repel <laughs> a neighbor's mailbox. So it was uh, it was good. It was a great day. Certainly, duty calls, I guess, and, uh, and wherever you're at. Uh, well, uh, while we're on the line here, if you would, you're listening uh, live, and you'd like to give us a call, you can give us a call at area code two one five three eight three three seven two eight. That's two one five three eight three three seven two eight. We've also got the Blog Talk Radio chat up. So if you have a question for uh, Mark Fine or for Chris or I, you can certainly uh, throw it out there, and we'll try to do our best. Uh, Mark, while I've got you on the line, uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you learned about watchdogs and and how you got involved in in your program at your school? I understand you're the top dog uh, at at that school, so if you want to tell us a little bit about the school, yeah, I really you know um, found out I, I decided to do a story on it. Is how how I really uh, came across it. I decided to do a story on watchdogs for for NBC Five here in Dallas Fort Worth and. Uh, went to an elementary school in Frisco, which is a town just south of where I live in Prosper, Texas, and they just did a phenomenal job. I'm blanking. I feel off. I'm blanking out on the name of the elementary school right now. But just they have their launch um, program, and the dads, if you don't show up at that launch, you're not going to get a date. I mean, they have a, a watchdog dad there every day of the school year all, all year long. Uh, at least one, I think multiple, depending upon what the day is and how many they can have on that given day. But uh, they have a dad in there every day, and I I was just so impressed with the program. And then, of course, I went to our school principal and PTA folks and said, you know, do you do this here? And they did. And uh, But they were really just kind of dipping their toe in the water, so to speak. They were doing a little of it, not really incorporating everything, which I know is fine. Every school has to do what they, you know, what's appropriate for them. 
And then in year two, I, I, we had a new principal, and I set up a meeting with the new principal and, and uh, the PTA president, and I kind of pitched them on it. I said, look, let's do this thing full out. You know, let's do it right. And, um, you know, just was so impressed with the program and the manual and how easy uh, it made it to get the program set up and running. And I always tell people, I, I don't do a whole lot as top dog. They always thank me for doing it. I'm like, thank the principal for getting mm-hmm. the buy-in, which is mm-hmm. so important, the buy-in of the teachers and the administration. And thank the uh, PTA president, who for us, our PTA president really set up everything online in terms of uh, being able to access the schedule and uh, me being able to email reminders to people and things like that. And then also, of course, we have an administrator who does the schedule for the dads each day. That's the person they have to check in with when they show up. I mean, they're doing all the hard work. You know, for me, right. I, I run a couple of events here, and I send out a reminder email once a week, and I'm there if people have questions. But, you know, it's it's you know it's more work for the school, uh, you know, but, but they – you know, if you get a principal, most principals, I think, most educators are going to realize, uh, recognize the value uh, that the program provides and how it's well worth the effort that a few people, you know, need to make to make it happen. And I just had an enormous buy-in um, from Folsom Elementary School, the, the elementary school that my kids go to. And, I'm, you know, I'm fully invested there. I've got four mm-hmm. children, two of them are still elementary school age. Um, and look, being involved in that program is good for me too. I, I get, you know, let's let, call it what it is. I, you know, I know the teachers, I know the principal, uh, I know administrators, and have relationships with people throughout the school system. That that's a positive for me in terms of all four of my children being involved in the schools there. So it's just been fantastic. And uh, and the dads have responded again. Year two, we did super. We don't we don't have a dad there every day of the year, but we're getting there. And I think next year we got a good shot at making that happen. And um, and the school's been great, and, and, and the dads, of course, love it. Oh, absolutely. I think if I remember right, the school that um, that you did the story at, was, was it Calvin Bledsoe? Yes, Elementary? it was. Bledsoe. Yes. Yep, Bledsoe yes. Elementary. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, I, oh, good. I'm not as good as you might think. <laughs> I have a little bit of help. But uh, but certainly. Um, and and the thing is, that the, the most impressive thing that I – I remember Eric mentioning to me, you know, hey, we got this news guy down in Dallas. He's all fired up, you know, and, and – and, you know, we talked about it at a staff meeting at one point, and I'm like, you know, that's great. And I was looking at some of the, um, you know, some of the background, some of the people that I've worked with in the media through the years. And uh, and then, you know, we started in having more and more conversations. And and then um, and then about what was it? About six months ago, we did we got that uh, PSA that came through, and that yeah. was was awesome, Mark. I, I thank you for that, and I tell you, that has been amazing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit how things have changed since you got involved in Watch Dogs? In terms of the school itself, or um, in terms or, or of... what you've been able to do throughout the Dallas-Fort Worth area as far as um, what you've been able to help promote as well as getting other schools to, to come on board? Well, uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten a number of emails. Um, I think from the PSA and from the stories that we've done, you know, my, my bosses here at NBC5, our news director and our general manager have been very supportive of my involvement uh, with the organization and, uh, you know, no reason why they wouldn't be. But, um, you know, shoot, I think we've done two stories and then we, of course, also did the PSA. So that's a pretty good amount of airtime for one, you know, charity on, on, a, on an affiliate in a major market. And so that's generated some interest. And what I've been, you know, with, with you and Eric Snow, or, you know, you guys were kind enough to 
I, I called Eric and I said, look, I, what else can I do? I want to help more. Um, I, it just so happened that one of the other elementary schools in our area called me and said, would you come in and talk to us about it? And I said, absolutely. And I, and, and, you know, and, and let them know how we got things started. And after that meeting is when I called Eric and said, I'll do this for you here. You know, I'm sold on this program and what it can do for kids. And if you have a school that's interested and you need somebody to talk to them, I'll go out and do it. Um, and so I've, I've done that, a few, you know, not, not a ton, but a few times people have called and mm-hmm. been interested and I go to the school and, and it's, it's so, it's such a no brainer once you get in front of people and you explain it to them. Um, and it's, you know, it's easy for me to do just because I'm so sold on it. And I, you know, my dad, uh, taught, uh, and is involved in education. My wife's a teacher. And so I've got some background there and, and, and it, you know, I understand the value that this program brings, you know, immediately. And, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's so well received. And the thing, you know, the one thing I wanted to tell you, Keith, in terms of, you know, when I talk to people and, and my background with sports, I always was jealous of athletes, and I tell people this because, you know, you, you have a kid who's sick or a kid who's in trouble, and an athlete, you know, a famous athlete walks into the room, and that's a gift that they have because they just just by showing up, mm-hmm. you make that kid's day, and you can make a difference in his life. If if a professional athlete, if a Tom Brady or a Derek Jeter walks into a hospital room where a kid's sick, that kid changes you know, that kid is, is affected because that guy, but that's really a gift for those athletes. And, I, and so many of them do such a good job with things like that. And when I do my events for watchdogs, what I tell dads is, and what I didn't even realize it, it, in, until I started working with the watchdogs program and put two and two together is being a father, being a man, just showing up at a school, you have mm-hmm. that same gift. You have that same gift that the statistics show just by being there and being involved, you can make a difference. And that connects with dads because, they under, you know, the, the athlete analogy really hits home for them. And, you know, I can't, even even being on TV, I walk in the hospital, and my kids don't know who I am. You know, they don't watch the local news. They don't know who right. I am. It doesn't, it, but, but, but being involved at the school and wearing that shirt and walking around campus and, you know, getting the high fives and giving the fist pumps and uh, giving out the stickers, you become that celebrity just like an athlete does and the kids loving it it makes a huge difference and that's really the hero of the hallways yep and that's that's the uh that's that analogy seems to to really drive the point home for people in in the terms of in terms of the difference they can make just by you know just by showing up just by being there taking a day off work and going in and showing up exactly and the the beautiful thing is that the story you just told I've heard in in my own life and and in so many different stories is when you know when the dad walks in the dad gets involved in the school it changes the environment of the school it changes the atmosphere or as that very first teacher said to me it changes the air in the room and the we have so many people call up and say well we we love the program we started it at our school when we started getting phone calls from another school you know hey would you come over and help us launch our program would you tell us right. what you did would you come over and be the speaker at our launch event and so many of our great watchdogs throughout the nation um and I could sit here and rattle off probably 20 or 30 names just off the top of my head um that that was exactly the way that they got started and they moved from one school to the other. So we want to try to look at um, best practices in, in 
bringing the program from one school to another. And that's the beauty of the program is that when a school calls up and they order that startup kit, they're going to get the same thing that Calvin Bledsoe Elementary got. They're going to get the same thing that Pickett's Mill Elementary got. They're going to get the same thing that um, Northside Elementary got. And they're going to start the same way and have the same results, and it's repeatable in school after school. So right. to see that happening in North Texas, to see that happening uh, wherever we go, it's just it, it so much reinforces what we're doing. And I think, Chris, you pretty much hear the same kind of things at the uh, at the main office, don't you? Yes, sir, I, I do. You're right. It just just by being there, I mean, that is such a uh, you know, people underestimate the power of presence so much, and just by being there, you have a, you're playing a, just, just being there and listening and being present is so critical. Exactly, and and we're seeing the, uh, we're starting to see some dramatic effects of dads who are turning that corner nationwide. You know, we had, uh, uh, we're, we're, our estimates of about 250,000 guys nationwide participate in the Watchdogs program. But we're starting to see in incremental areas in, in some of the studies that are being done, we're starting to turn the corner. We're making a difference out there. And and that's the beautiful thing. Now, we're going to be heading to Cincinnati. Eric is actually on the way there now. That's why he's not joining us today uh, for the National PTA Convention. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But I want to make sure that um, that we uh, wanted to make sure we got Mark in there because, like I said, if something happens major happens in Dallas. I don't want to lose you here. <laughs> uh, no, no I don't problem. know how that being on call can be, but but certainly um please express our appreciation to um to your managers at uh, at NBCDFW for giving you the opportunities to uh promote the program, to do the PSAs, to do the stories. Um you know, we're huge in Texas and and that's uh you know certainly our biggest uh state and uh, and the promotion that we have going down there. So please pass on um, our appreciation to uh, to your management for letting you do what you do for us. Uh, no problem. I'm, I'm sure I will, and I'm sure they would say, uh, you know, it's their pleasure. You know, uh, and and it's really. Uh, I'm just glad that I that I was able to stumble across the program and that uh, we were able to get involved at the level we are. Well, that's great. Well, Mark, I'm going to let you get back to work here. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before uh, before you head off? You know, I will just say this for for anybody who's listening. Um, you mentioned getting getting that startup kit. Um, I, I just want to thank you guys because and and thank the organization because I, I I can't recall coming across anything in my really in my life that was so easy and where the people who organized it really did such a thorough job. I mean, they thought of everything. You get that book. And and the DVDs and and her CDs and, and and it's just it really is it's so simple and it's so easy and everything is thought of for you from the from the checklist that the dads have to go through when they get there to to the survey that they do when they're done and everything in between I mean it it really is just genius and it's it's such a fantastic program again I'm I'm fully sold on it excited to be a part of it and just thank you guys for all that you do for the organization and. Hey, anytime you want to talk, love to love to join you again. Absolutely, I may be uh, I may be tagging you for a uh, guest host spot, but uh, you know what? I tell you what, uh, Eric and uh, and Chris did a great job last week, so uh, we'll uh, we'll talk later. I would like to uh, to touch base with you later, Mark, and thank you very All much right, for uh, for joining us Chris, today. 
Thank you, too, guys. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Once again, that was Mark Fine. He is the uh, evening news anchor for uh, NBC DFW in Dallas, um, who has uh, taken on the Watchdogs program, started out uh, by doing a story about the Watchdogs program, turned out that he loved it, took, took it to his own school and uh, his own kid's school where he has uh, he has four children, apparently two still in uh, elementary school, and uh, and became the top dog there and is probably one of our leading advocates in uh, in Texas. So, um, Chris, I know you've uh, you've worked with Mark quite a bit, and uh, and I appreciate uh, everything that uh, that he's done for us. I haven't had a chance to meet him face to face yet, but I know that's uh, uh, hopefully on the horizon soon. Oh, definitely, I would love to uh, meet him in person uh, myself. And uh, him and I have corresponded over the phone and and email many times. Just a great guy, and uh, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward. Uh, hopefully, we have some things planned for the fall and i hope that uh happens like we're uh planning on it so looking mm-hmm. forward certainly. to uh to that come this fall certainly heading in that direction so um moving right along we are uh eric is actually as i mentioned on the way to cincinnati for the uh, national pta convention now we're not going to be doing our normal live training at uh national pta but what we're doing is we're having a workshop uh, with National PTA, our, our partners, our longtime partners, uh, and we are going to be putting together a father engagement uh, workshop where we'll be together with National PTA talking about uh, bringing uh, these programs in for as uh, membership drives. Um, we're going to be working with our uh, good friends at uh, All Pro Dad and Strong Father, Strong Family. So we're going to have uh, a pretty good workshop there. Looking forward to that. We'll also have a booth. And what I am working on, if you want to keep an eye on the program, uh, we're going to be putting together, uh, hopefully, and, and this is all on the fly, but uh, I want to be having a daily update from National PTA. So we'll be able to get some interviews uh, we're going to be uh, talking to some folks about what's going on at the National PTA Convention. And if, you, if you've never been to National PTA, this is a huge, huge event, um, which talks about education in all 50 states. All parameters of education um, are being discussed at National PTA because this is the one opportunity for parents to truly have a voice in what's going on in education, and it, it's always a great. This will be my third year at National PTA. Um, really enjoy going, get to meet and work with some wonderful people, and uh, and we're looking forward to that. So keep an eye on uh, on the Facebook page, on uh, Twitter, on uh, Blog Talk Radio, and uh, hopefully we will be able to have that uh, daily update from National PTA. Uh, from the National PTA Convention in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, looking forward there. And uh, actually, I'm going to be uh, here in uh, Atlanta on Wednesday morning. I've got a, a, a very busy day. Uh, where or actually, Tuesday, Thursday morning, uh, I'll be presenting to the uh, National Conference on Alternative Counseling Methods, I believe it is, uh, here in Atlanta and then heading straight to the airport and then heading for Cincinnati. So we're looking forward to that, um, seeing our great friends with National PTA, uh, outgoing President Betsy Landers, looking forward to talking to her. Um, incoming President Otha Thornton, uh, it's going to be some uh, some interesting uh, changes, some moves uh, forward in PTA. Um, our se- in the entire 
hundred and what are we at? A hundred and eighteen year history of PTA. Um, only yeah, the second yeah, I, man. I forget the. Uh, it, it's something like that. Could be. I, I thought it was more, but I think you might be right. Yeah, only the uh, the second, the hundred and seventeenth annual National PTA Convention and Exposition. Yes, looking at it right here. But uh, this will be only the second time that there is a uh, a man at the helm of the National PTA. So mm -hmm. that's uh, that's certainly going to be uh, a lot of fun, a lot of interesting things going on there, uh, a lot of great conversations um, about uh, moving forward in uh, in education. So uh, we're having a lot of fun there. I um, want to give a shout-out once again to our sponsor, uh, Youth Today. Uh, if you are interested in uh, finding out what's going on in Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. And if you'd like to subscribe to the Youth Today publication, you can go to youthtoday.org slash subscribe or call 678-797-2975. And that is produced by the Center for Sustainable Journalism at Kennesaw State University. So, uh, Chris, have you had any interesting uh, interesting phone calls this week out there? Nothing, nothing too much, mind? Keith. It's it's just been again people asking about. Hey, I heard about this great program. Whether it's a sister or a relative, or uh, you know, people just uh, researching father involvement. Uh, you know, we're a true grassroots program, and so. Uh, just hearing from schools that already had the program and they have a new top dog or they have a new counselor or even a new principal. Uh, had a school out in Lacey, Washington today, a former, uh, well, she's currently an assistant principal, but I think next week she'll be the new principal at Meadows Elementary. They're in Olympia slash the Lacey, Washington area. She's bringing watchdogs to her school. Cool. So it's just getting her team on the training call and getting them their startup kit. So we're just eager to help anybody or to answer questions. We're here for them. Well, that that's great. And, and let's go ahead and give that number. It is 888-540-DOGS, 888-540-3647. That is the number where you can call uh, for uh, pretty much most of our listeners that listen to us in uh, podcast mode. Uh, that would be the number for you to call and ask questions. You can talk to Chris uh, and and find out what's going on. Uh, also, uh, Gloria and Denise on the phones out there, some great people to talk to. Like I said, a lot of times I just call out just to have a conversation with them, just to have somebody to talk to once in a while. Um, not that I don't have that problem. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, certainly give us a call. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And uh, you can learn about all about us. And, and probably some of the best information is on that Facebook page, and that is W-A-T-C-H space D period O period G period S. Uh, and uh, on our uh, one of the conversations that we've been having, and I kind of wanted to address this, um, there was some conversation, and this is uh, primarily focused on Texas, but uh, but throughout the country, where uh, somebody had made the statement that uh, kind of given the impression that to bring a watchdogs program into your school is to bring another organization into your school. And the, the way it was being presented, 
um, was as if you were bringing in an, another organization and funneling money for another organization through PTA. want to make it very clear. When a school, when a PTA, when a uh, any type of organization brings watchdogs to the school, you're not bringing the organization to your school. You're bringing programming. And the programming that you're bringing to your school is through your local PTA. So if your PTA wants to increase your membership, wants to increase parent involvement, wants to increase your networking resources within the community, you're bringing in the Watchdogs program. You're not bringing in another organization. So you don't have to reorganize another 501c3, all of that kind of stuff. It is programming that is being brought in through the school or through the PTA. And, and that's where they're. Um, I like to clear up that uh, that confusion there because the the money when somebody buys a T-shirt, it's going to be they're going to be writing that check to the PTA. They're going to be um, in in most cases. It's how you set it up at your individual school at your individual level. We pretty much is that Chris. You pretty much with me on that? Are we? You, you no, you're right. You, you're you right. You're not. Together? You are so uh, correct. And I think you were wording it just uh, perfectly, Keith. To be honest, you, uh, you are uh, your watchdogs program falls under the direction of your PTA. So if the PTA brings watchdogs, watchdogs falls under their direction. And the same for the school. If the school brings it on, the principal brings it on. Watchdogs would fall under the school's guidance. Exactly. So, well, until next week, actually, check back with us because we're hopefully going to have some uh, programs through the weekend, some updates from National PTA. We, uh, we're we looking forward to that. We'd love to have you join us. Just remember, the only schools that don't have a watchdog program are the ones that don't know enough about us. We'll see you later. Check back with us. <laughs> <laughs>